doing what the word says. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. We're moving on today in James chapter 1. We'll be studying verses 22 through 25. And today, James challenges us with um, uh, our attitude toward not just hearing or listening to the Word of God, but applying it in our lives. And he uses some interesting descriptive metaphors (laughs) to get our attention, and I like his approach uh, in in this passage. Um, The Word of God is the most important resource uh, for the journey of faith, because on every page of the Word, uh, the God-inspired Um, Holy Spirit-empowered teaching of God's Word uh, provides rich counsel. Um, It is often an avenue for conviction of sin um, and encouragement, comfort, uh, all of these things adding into um, our growth in faith and growth in grace. I don't think you can have a growing... um, deeply transformational relationship with God apart from uh, commitment to God's Word. Uh, To think that we can journey through this life and avoid um, plugging into and applying the Word of God in our lives is really us trying to fool ourselves. It's wanting uh, faith to be um, something that happens to us, not something that we're invested in. And our faith walk with Jesus requires our investment. And cultivating a relationship with God through His Word is part of that process. And James is uh, challenging us with the importance of that today. And so uh, before we get into the text, uh, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for the precious gift of your Word. And we come today hungry, Lord God. Uh, We know that you're speaking through the Word, that your Holy Spirit is alive and active on every page, that there's not one uh, T crossed and not one I dotted that you didn't intend. And so we know, Lord, that your Word is a reliable and trustworthy resource for our journey of faith. Uh, We trust that because the Holy Spirit is alive and active in and through the Word, that what we read here is precisely what you want for us. And so, Lord God, we give your word our attention this morning, and we ask that you would tune our ears to the sound of your voice so that we might leave this time of study knowing we've had an encounter with you. We ask all these things, Lord God, and entrust this time to your care and knowing that you'll use it for our benefit and blessing. And we just give you thanks uh, for this time in your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, this is James 1, verses 22 through 25. Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and, after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. 
Now, this is a beautiful passage, and I think it's one of the strongest teachings in all of Scripture about the important role of God's Word in our lives. Uh, And I love what James says right from the get. He says, don't merely listen to the Word. Uh, There are churches all over the world full of people who listen to the Word every Sunday, and it doesn't impact their lives one iota. Um, because they're not listening for transformational impact. They have no commitment to the Word. They have no relationship with the Word apart from Sunday morning. The only time they hear and encounter the Word of God is on Sunday morning during the preaching of a sermon. And so it's not enough to relate to God's Word once a week and expect that the Word will have its full and maximum transformational impact in our lives. But I love the challenge of what James says here. He says, don't merely listen to the Word. Hearing it is one thing. But you're deceiving yourselves if hearing the word is enough. Do what it says. Now, it is the doing of the word that's an important thing for us to discuss. This is not a legalistic doing. This is an applying of the word following the Holy Spirit's leadings in our lives. If we have a commitment to the word and we relate to God through the word, the Holy Spirit will um, fine-tune the message of God's Word for each of our lives in such a way as to give us specific ways of applying it in our life and in our context. Um, And so I love what James says. Listening is not enough. We must do. The doing is the applying. We must apply what it says. And then I love the visual metaphor he gives Starting in verse 23, he says, Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. The, the, the word of God is like a mirror on our soul. It's a, it, it reveals our hearts to us. It show us, shows us where we're weak spiritually and otherwise. It, it shows us where we're needy. It shows us where we come up short. It is a revealer of our hearts. But more than revealing our heart, it reveals the heart of our loving God. It reveals the promises of our God. It reveals the commitments of our God. It reveals the great resources of our God. It reveals his tender heart for each of us. And um, what James is saying is powerful. He says uh, a person who listens to the word but doesn't do it is is exactly like a person who looks at the mirror in the morning and walking out the door of his home forgets what he looks like, has no memory of what he looks like. And that's because uh, the word um, shows us our hearts, but then if we walk away and do nothing about what God's word through the Holy Spirit is revealing to us about our hearts, then it's as good as looking in the mirror and forgetting what we look like. Um, applying what the Spirit reveals, applying what the Spirit is challenging us with is more important, I would say, than merely listening. It is the listening and doing, the listening and applying that matters most. Um, Moving on into verse 25, I like what James says here. He says, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom, does that not hearken back to the psalmist's reflection on the perfect commands of God in Psalm 119 and continues in it, not forgetting what they've heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. David, uh, reflecting in Psalm 119 on the commands of God, the precepts of God, the law of God, was reflecting on the beautiful way that the heart of God is revealed through his word. And he had a commitment to meditating on it daily. 
but more so he had a commitment to seeking after the heart of God through the word, to uh, to getting at the heart intention of God through the commands of his word. And he saw the beauty of God's heart through the law of God. He saw the beauty of God's heart as he spent time reflecting on and looking into in, in an intense way the perfect law of God that gives freedom. And and James's encouragement here is don't just look into the teachings of Scripture. Continue in them, not forgetting what you've heard, but applying them to your life. That person will be blessed in what they do. Why will they be blessed in what they do? They'll be blessed in what they do because they'll have the full commitments and promises of God's word behind them. They'll know that in the doing of what they do, God is with them. And God is consistent. And God is faithful. And God will keep his promises. And if God says, um, if you do my commands, you'll be my disciple, as Jesus taught, then that that person trusts that that teaching is true because the Holy Spirit is revealing the truth of God's word to them. And they will be blessed in what they do because they'll be growing in Christlikeness. They'll be growing to be more like uh, the creator they love. And that uh, result within them, accomplished by the Holy Spirit's work within them, will be of great benefit to them. My friends, these are powerful teachings, and I don't know about your particular journey of faith, and I don't know if you have a commitment to God's Word. I don't know if you get up early and you just hunger after the Word of God before you start your workday. I don't know if you meditate and chew on the Word throughout the day for encouragement and strength and uh, to get you through the day um, so that you can... um, Uh, lean into the resource of God's word at every moment. I don't know if that's your commitment or not. If If it's not your commitment, if you're not relating to God through his word, you're not seeing the Holy Spirit working in your life through the word and helping you apply the teachings of God to your life, to the maximum transformational benefit available to you, uh, because that's that's how God works through his word, then I would challenge you to to think about beginning a slow and steady and consistent process of spending time in God's word each and every day. Um, I, I promise you, my friends, if you're not presently in the word, not presently committed to and, and relating to God through the word, I promise you that he will not disappoint you if you commit yourself to that. Um, it is, in fact, the perfect law that gives freedom. And if you continue in it, as James has said, you will be blessed in what you do. Not because there's some kind of magic hocus pocus in the word, but because God works through his word to accomplish his purpose in our lives. And it's not enough simply to listen. God calls us to apply his word. And if we're faithful in it, in the applying of it, God will God will faithfully work out his will and purpose in our lives. All right, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study with us. And I pray that these words will continue to stir in your hearts as you consider them today. God bless you.